Rakasia la bareke si ketelebo. Kia rabade debo shikala maramande kia la basi keta. Kora baba 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 si kelebarade bo sheke si. Ikarabade debo si andaraba shikelebarabande debo si ana mama 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 shike. Ala bareke si ande debo si ala baba 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 shiketa. Ainda rabade ke ida bareke si kanda na mashike la bayi kata. Alaba rekesia le baba 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 bash rekesi kara baba 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 shiketa ayande maraba debo sike debo roko sike deba rakasiketa indala ma shekendi mara mama 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 shikete basiketa la barabande bosi e de basi ke le boroko si kanda na mama 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 mashi we welcome you here holy spirit we welcome you here holy spirit we welcome you my god we welcome you we welcome you father ila marabande bosi ke li barabasi ke talama amande bosi ke tana mama 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 shiketa this is the place, O oh God, of meeting. This is our place of meeting with you. We are excited to meet with you, Lord. We forget about ourselves. We put aside our wisdom, God. We put aside what we believe is good. Amandeba. What, O oh God, our wisdom has brought us to. And we indeed, Abayika, follow our God. We indeed wait on you, O oh Lord. We indeed, ascend unto your holy hill. Amandeba Siketa. Arabasi and who shall ascend, O God? He that had clean hands and a pure heart. You're the one who purifies our hearts. You're the one who washes our hands. O God, as people who have come together this morning, we join hands in the spirit in one accord. And we agree, we agree that we have come to meet with a God who is holy. We have come and we agree that our strength will take us nowhere. Our strength and our wise words will not take us where we need to. We are not performers on a stage today, but Father, we are those that need you. We are those whom you have spoken to and you have given burdens, but we realize that we cannot do, that we cannot do in our strength. Therefore, we have gathered not only to seek your face, O God, but we have gathered to drink again from the well of strength. We have gathered to drink again from the well that empowers us. We do not follow our hearts. 
because we know that the heart of man is desperately wicked. But Father, we know your instruction. We know your word. As we begin this morning, Lord, we join hands. Some of us are in Edinburgh. Some of us are in are in London. Some of us are in Nottingham. Some of us are in Nigeria. Amaliketa, wherever you may be located. Rabandebo I urge you, Abasiketa, to unite in the spirit. Lamande kianda mama, lebo koyita basiketa. Rebendeke, as we come together, Abasiketa, with one sound, a heart that is desperate for God. Amande ilamasike nemasike. Amande lemasike nemasidabam. For God, we do not want men to see us and say, wow. But we want men to see us and see you. Today, in the name of Jesus. Amali kalabasheke sikarabababam. Your word says in Revelation 21, And he that sat upon the throne said behold i make all things new and he said unto me right for these words are true and faithful and he said unto me it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end we serve a god who now today is making all things new indeed you are changing things indeed you are anointing and placing crowns and unto the God who is making all things new this morning. We pray, O oh God, that you would be joined with a peace people that one with you with the people that know that their strength would fail but god we look to you completely we looked through your guidance completely father hear this heart that is desperate hear these hearts that have no other choice there is no other god but it is only you here are people that only have you and each other Father, as you make things new, we, f- we say we trust you. We trust in the God that is the Alpha. We trust in the God that is the Omega. We trust in the God that knows the beginning to the end. We trust in the, in the God that knows the next step. Many are the plans of men, but it is the will of God that will prevail. We trust in the end. We trust in your beginning. We trust in your middle. We trust in you, O God. We will carry our cross and deny ourselves. Foxes have holes, birds have nests. You can rest in us. You can rest in us. Ama sekela barabasi katalaba baba. 
Ramasiketa, Ramasiketa. Fosses have holes, birds have nests, but you can rest in us, O oh God. This evening, this morning, this afternoon, wherever and whatever time you may be in, Father, we say, come and rest. Father, we say, come and rest. Father, we say, come and rest. Come and rest, come and rest. Ah, we will carry our cross and deny ourselves. We will follow you until the very end. We will trust you, Jehovah. We trust you, Jehovah. Come and lead us. Come and take Come and take control. Father, as a people today, we declare, O oh God, that we will take on the burden. We trust in the God that is making all things new. We may not know what new looks like. We may be anxious, O oh God. But we serve a God who is the Alpha and the Omega, which means you know. We are not led by the blind, but we are led by the God who makes all things new. So therefore, God, from the beginning, from this week, even from the beginning of this service, even, oh God, from the transition that we are going through as a house, our response is that we will trust you. Our response, O oh God, is that as individuals and corporately as a people, we pick up our cross. We make ourselves available for the crowning. We make ourselves available for your crowning. We make ourselves available, oh God. We say, here we are. Here we are. As we are in your presence, oh God, we will make it worth your while. As we are in your presence, oh God, we would not leave the same. We may be in separate places, but oh God, in the spirit, we say that we are one. We are one with you, oh God. Hear our cry, God. We are your people, and you are our God. As you make things new, 
we trust you. We will follow you. Now till the very end. You are our strength. You are our hope. Father, some of us have had difficult weeks. But as we begin today, we look away from ourselves. And as a people, we join hands in the spirit. In unity we stand. We stand in a God who is the Alpha and the Omega. Who has finished. to the one and true living God, Yahweh. The one who at the mention of his name every knee bows and indeed every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Father, this afternoon we declare that you are Lord. Come and join me, lift your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. And lift your voice and begin to bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Give him the praise that is due to him. Give him the worship that is due to him. For the Father seeks those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. 
for you seek those that will worship you in spirit and in truth you have found the people that understand what it means to worship you in spirit and in truth you are worthy God you are worthy God be lifted high Be lifted high. Be lifted high. Be lifted high. Hallelujah. And oh, be lifted above all other gods. And we lay our ground and worship. your voice and sing oh be lifted high above all other gods we lay our crowns and worship and we worship you God come on with your hands lifted to heaven oh be lifted high God above all other gods yeah we lay our crowns yeah. and we worship and we worship oh be lifted high Yahweh above all other gods all other gods we lay our crowns we lay our crowns and we worship and we worship we worship you Yahweh be lifted above all other gods. We lay our crowns, we lay, and we worship, and we worship, and we worship. Be lifted high above all other gods. We lay our crowns before you. And we worship, and we worship, and we worship above all other. We lay our crowns before you, and we worship. So we sing, Oh, glorious God. We praise your name, yeah. we lay our crowns before you, and we worship, and we worship, we sing, oh glorious God, yeah, we praise your name, yeah. we lay our crowns before you, yeah, and we worship, sing oh glorious God we praise your name 
you are the only true living God there is none like you all other gods they are the ones of men who is it that can compare to you God you are second to none Zatosha you are in a class all by yourself every other idol will be brought down every tongue will confess that you are Lord there is none like you all other gods they are the works they are the works of me you are the only true living God there is none like you alright tell him tell him make that declaration in your own words tell him tell him tell him tell him, tell him. come on declare that he is God declare that he is God let heaven and earth bear witness to your declaration that he is God and he is God alone Every other God is an idol. Every other God is an idol. You are the one and true living God, yes. Every other God is an idol. You are the only true living God. There is none like you. There is no higher calling. There's no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. I'm amazed at your glory. I'm amazed at your glory. Embraced by your mercy. Oh Lord, I live to worship you. There is no higher call. There is no higher call. There is no greater run. Then to bow and kneel before your throne. I'm amazed at your glory. At your glory. Embraced by your mercy. Oh Lord, I live, I live, I live. I live to worship. There is no, there is no greater call. There is no greater honor. What an honor it is to worship you. Then to bow and kneel. Then to bow and kneel before my maker. I'm amazed, I'm amazed at your glory. That your glory, I'm by your mercy. Your 
mercy it overwhelms me God oh I live to worship I live to worship I live to worship come and tell him say oh God I live to worship this is what you called me to do I live to worship you I live to worship Oh Lord, oh Lord, I live to worship you. Oh Lord, I live to worship you. I live to worship you. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, I live to worship you. I live to worship you. I live to worship you. With everything that I am, I call Shatan Dezopa and Shikatetete. Oh, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, I live to worship. I live, I live to worship you, God. Oh, come on, lift your voice with one voice, with one voice. In surrender with your hands lifted to heaven. Say, oh God, I live to worship you. Yeah. 
This is that moment in worship where you begin to press it. This is that moment in worship where you press it. Where you press it, where you press it, where you press it. And you begin to worship in your own words. This is that moment. This is that moment in worship where you sing your own song based on your own revelation. This is that moment in worship where you don't need anyone to lead you. Somebody knows. Oh, yeah, 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 zente, te, 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 Oh, malia, sompe, vo, shatale. Zandie, kasombe, do, shatale. This is that moment where your eyes is fixed on one thing and one thing only. Asando, ko, shatale. This is that moment in worship where you forget who is next to you. Zantale, ko, shapande. And you fix your gaze upon him. You set your gaze upon him. You set your gaze upon your maker this is that moment in worship where you set your gaze upon the king this is that moment in worship where you go beyond your understanding and you worship him with all of you with your body with your words with your song Come on, a few more minutes. This is that moment in worship. Come on, press in, press in. Press in, press in, press in, press in, press in. Let him reveal himself to you. As you fix your gaze upon him, let him reveal himself to you. Come on. Let him open the eyes of your understanding. This is that moment in worship where you let go. We live to worship. We live to worship in We join in with worship in heaven. We live to worship. We don't just worship you for the things that you can do for us. We worship you because you are God. Sandeko shati kapasombe. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. 
of your holiness in your splendor let our worship arise as we exalt your name we're here to lift your name let we are here to exalt your name. We are here to lift up your name. Makazeto Lokolovondos, Lekanamazeto Lokovonde de Basata, Rekalabrasoto. Ekanamande, we are here to glorify your name. Our lives exist to give you praise. We exist for your pleasure. Oh Lord, we've come to worship you. We've come to lift up your name. We've come to exalt your name. We have come to exalt your name. We've come to lift your name. We have come to lift your name, O oh God. We've come to enjoy your presence. In your presence there is fullness of joy. 
regardless of how we came we've come to withdraw joy 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 from your presence we have come to enjoy your presence. We exist for worshiping you. Akalabra lebre soto lokrobondo. Lemande ikalabra soto ekelebranda. Leba baba 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 baba. Leba soto lokro. Come on, let's begin to praise him. Ekalaba baba baba. Lekalabra seto. Let's begin to focus our hearts on God. Oh, Caliban de 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 bosoto, e calabrasoto. Let's begin to focus our hearts on Him. E calabraseto, le ba 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 ba. He laid His life for us. So in response, let's begin to surrender. E calibre sukolo krobrona na na masete, lemendo da di basi talabande. In response to what you have done, we have come to worship you. We have come to give you praise. Remande de rebosoto, remande de rebosoto. In response to what you have done, we have come to offer our worship to you. Leba sukro brondo ika labra seto. Let's begin to raise the temperature of our expectation as we begin to pray. Will God not do it? Will you not answer your cry? There is a temperature of expectation that is able to withdraw from Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood she came with the need she said to herself if i touch the hem of his garment i will be made whole let's begin to raise the temperature of our expectation father we have come to draw from your presence Lebra seco ebre suto labra seto reba mama mamande rekende robo soto lamande robo sikalabanda. God is only looking for expectation. It is an unfair exchange. As we begin to offer our praise, our worship, our expectation, God is able to give us Himself fully. It is an unequal exchange. Let's begin to raise the temperature of expectation. Right here, right now. We have come to draw from your presence. Lamande de robo soto, 
Remanded robo sika labra suto eke libra da rebe suto lakana maze rikana maze lamande de debo soto rimande de debo zakina ma zeko ibra kande ebro suta labra kiama nama si lama mama 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 mande rekondo rekende isita nama kene me suto lakamande robo we have come to draw from your presence today. We have come before a living God. Ah, le presoto. Eko na mama 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 mande. Ora ba 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 ba. Zako na mazeto roklobro. We have come to do business with a living God. Marekende robo satan. Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. We trust in you, O oh God. You will not disappoint us. You will not disappoint us. Ela brasi kono monda na ramaseto. Remande robo sata. Marekende robo sata. As we're praying, I just want us to lift up our hands and say, Father, I've come to your presence with expectation. You will not disappoint me. Lebra sata. Let's begin to lift up our hands and say, Father, I have come. Make this personal. I have come with an expectation. You will not disappoint me. You will not let me down. Man will let me down. But I've come before a living God with an expectation. Father, you will over deliver. You will do more than what I expect. You will give me more than what I need. Father, we have come. I have come. I have come in your presence. Lebra zato eke libra soto. Reba baba ba. Rekande robo soto. Lebre zuto namake lebre diskata namaka labra de. E namazoto. Remande robo si kanamande. Our expectation will not be cut short. Rebande de robo suto. Reke iba soto ike lebre de sakono mozuto lakia manama seto rokrobrondo. Our expectation will not be cut short. Lebre soto. Mareke libra sato. Rebande de robo si kalabrande de robo soto. Rekende de robo soto. Ekana mazeto lo krovrondo, ekana mazeto lakine me zakolo bro, rakina maza lebrezita nama rekende robosoto rebebebebebebebe. I don't know about you, but I've come with an expectation. I don't know about you, but I've come with an expectation. My expectation will not be cut short. I've come in the presence of a living God. I will not leave empty-handed. For those that need wisdom, wisdom is coming today. Begin to partner with heaven with your faith. For those that need healing and restoration, it is coming today. Begin to partner with heaven with your expectation. Father, today, we partner with heaven with our expectation. Begin to meet every individual at the point of their need. Leba soto ekorizita na makalabrade. Reba ba 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 ba. Zekolo bro soto. 
for those that need a revival for those that need a revival they will receive it today in the name of Jesus many times when we hear the words revival we think of people that are lost but many times revival it is for those that know God that need revival that were once on fire for God but life happened and they asked themselves God I remember times when I used to fervently pray and fast but now I'm not where I was revival is coming let's begin to cry out and say father revive me revive me uh, God at the times where I look at the past and say I remember when God used to use me I remember when I used to pray and fast not because it was called upon but because I had a fire in me I used to wake up early and pray let's begin to pray for revival Father revive us Lebresoto, will not just receive what we lost, but Father, you will give us more. Revival is coming. Revival is coming. Revival is coming. We receive revival in your presence. We receive revival. Rebondo do do bossi calabande. Recositana maco robondo do robosoto. Rebande robosoto. E cana mama 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 mande. Zeko. The heavens are pregnant. That's all I'm seeing. The heavens are pregnant. God wants to release something, but it's contingent on our desperation and our expectancy. Leba soto lo krobrondo, reba sita namaka labrande de de robo sata. Heaven wants to release something, but our expectation, reba seko lo brosoto, will be that which breaks the heavens open today. Heka namazeto lika namande de robo soto. Father, we will not miss out on what you have in store for us. Eka labrasoto. We partner with heaven, with our expectation. Father, rent the heavens, rent the heavens, rent the heavens, rent the heavens, rent the heavens. Rebasoto lo krobrondo do do bosita. Remande de robosika labande de robosoto. Le ba 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 soto. Reke lebre soto. I just want us to begin to praise God for everything He's already delivered. Eka labrasete. Father, we thank you. We thank you that the heavens are open today. We thank you, Father, for what you're pouring out. We thank you for healing. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for alignment. We thank you, Father, for showing up and blessing us with your presence. Come on, begin to praise him. Make a shout of praise. Father, we lift up your name. We thank you for what you have already done. Reke, because of who you are, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to service, everyone. Welcome to service for those shooting online and for those that are in the building. Welcome to the service. Welcome to the service. 
I'm just going to go through the announcements very quickly. They're not many. The first one is giving. Yes, we praise, we worship, but also uh, believe in worshiping with our substance. So in the description of this video, there'll be details on how to give. And just make sure that you reference what you're giving to. And I just want to pray. Um, let's just pray for those that, that are able to give and even for those that can't. Father, we thank you for even giving us something in the first place. And we pray for every person that has been able to give and those that are unable, Father, we just pray that you can bless them. Father, may what we give, use that for the extension of your kingdom, O oh God, and bless it abundantly in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then with regards... And then with regards to um, prayers... Uh, their prayer watches um, that's still going on we know that August is a time of rest um, but that's still going on I believe it's 6 30 a.m. 12 p.m. and then 7 p.m. but the rest of the announcements I believe there'll be a video that will be sh uh, coming on very quickly so just uh, enjoy and tune in hello kingdom culture family what a time that we have been having in the presence of the lord it is such a beautiful thing that we have this opportunity to gather with the brethren and worship our god if this is your first time here we would like to welcome you whether that's online or in person in any of our branches and clusters you are welcome to kingdom culture we hope that you have been blessed so far but don't go anywhere as i bring to you these week's announcements my name is tosin so first things first we have prayer culture now, prayer is at the very essence of who we are as a people. We love to pray. We don't just love to pray. We see it as something that is an absolute necessity. So this is open to everyone and everyone. If you'd like to take part in what God is doing in the prayer culture family, then please reach out to the team at prayerculture at kculture.org. We have a couple of watches that take place throughout the week. First up, we have Morning Drops of Glory at 6.30 a.m. We have The Gap, which takes place at 12 p.m. We have The Altar at 7 p.m. And on Tuesdays and Fridays, we have The Press at 11 p.m. So as you can see, we have so many things that are going on in the prayer culture movement. Make sure you get plugged in. God is doing amazing things. And next, if you would like to give, then please make sure that you specify specifically what it is that you were giving towards. The details should be coming up on your screens right now. If you're giving your tithe, please reference it as that. If you're giving your offering, please reference it as that. If you'd like to give to any of our other initiatives, including our Kenya Orphanage, then please make sure you reference it as that. We do have an incentive called the Kingdom Builders, where you can actually commit to giving financially to the house and everything that God is doing here on a monthly basis. If you'd like to do that, then please get in contact with the team at kingdombuilders at kculture.org. And next we have our Royals, okay? Royals is our children's ministry and they meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. If you would like your child to get involved in the Royals ministry so that they can learn about the principles of the faith, then please get in contact with the team at royals at kculture.org. All right, drum rolls, please. Okay, so next we have our Family Fun Day. Our Family Fun Day is taking place on the 26th of this month in Nottingham from 2 p.m. till 6 p.m. 
everyone is welcome okay this is a time for us to bond for us to, for us to have fun together to eat to laugh to get a little bit competitive there's nothing wrong with some healthy competition you know <laughs> so if you would like to come then the details should be coming up on your screens right now um please make sure you invite your friends you can invite your families come along and let's have an awesome time together and next we have Outreach Sunday. Outreach Sunday takes place the last Sunday of every month. If you would like to get involved in our Outreach slash Evangelism Sunday, where we spend some time in the morning before service going out uh, to the streets and preaching the gospel. We don't just go and publicize about our church. No, we go to spread the love of Christ and to let people know about this beautiful thing called the gift of salvation. So if you'd like to get involved in that, then please come along the last Sunday of every month um, that takes place in Nottingham, in uh, London and in Edinburgh as well. Okay and that's it for today guys. If you'd like to find out further details regarding anything that I've spoken to you about then please reach out to the team at contact at kculture.org. If you'd like further details um, about Zoom links regarding anything reach out to the team using that email address as well and don't go anywhere okay we are about to bring you the word and i'm pretty sure that you're about to be even more blessed than you have already been so far god bless you take care bye bye thank you pastor tosin for the life-changing announcements i just want everyone uh to just rise up on their feet and we're just going to take the next one minute just to begin to pray for the word Many times, yes, the person uh, uh, giving the word, they, they prepare. But sometimes the people who receive the word, they don't take that level of preparation so that that word really has an impact. And the prayer point is this. I want, to, I want you to pray and say, God, I receive your word for my life. And I want a level of desperation, a level of expectancy, so that when the word is delivered, it's not just another word. It's not just another message. But there is actually an expectation so that when the word comes as a seed that does, it, it, it takes root in our heart. We can actually act on it. It becomes part of our reality. So let's begin to open our mouths and begin to pray just for the next 60 seconds. Father, we receive your word. We receive your word. We receive your word. We don't care about the vessels that you choose to use. But Father, we see you at work with whatever vessel you choose to deliver the word through. We receive your word, God. Begin to prepare our hearts. Remove everything that will be antagonistic to your word taking root in our lives. Father, we receive your word. We receive your word. We receive your word. We receive your word. In the name of Jesus. Father, we believe you have a word for us today. We haven't just stumbled into your presence, but there is something that you need us to understand. There is a piece of the puzzle that is missing from our understanding. And Father, as a result of this word, that puzzle will be filled in the name of Jesus. We receive your word. We receive your word. For the next five seconds, I just want us to welcome Minister Chrissy who is delivering the word today. And I just want us to begin to thank God for Chrissy's life and the, words, the message that will be coming today. Let's, let's remain standing. Let's remain standing. 
Continue praying, continue praying. You are the Lord. I worship you. Most high, you are the Lord. You made a way in the sea. You are the Lord. There is nothing you cannot do. You are the Lord. I worship you. Most high, you are the Lord. That desperation Chris was talking about. That desperation Chris was talking about, we're not there yet. You made a way in the sea, you are the Lord. There is nothing you cannot do you are the lord i worship you most high you are the lord you are the lord most high you are the lord there is nothing you cannot do. You are the Lord. You made a way in the sea. You are the Lord. There is nothing you cannot do. You are the Lord. I worship you, most high, you are the Lord. Demanda kapare bakoshata. You are the Lord, most high, you are the Lord. Erakoshata. There is nothing you cannot do. You are the Lord. Rekasate. You made away in the sea you are the Lord Rakoshata I worship you most high you are the Lord Nemanakate katoko parakoshata Anemakiana kutusumanake nebakuanake Namana kutu kapale na kate kapale ne kisa bakutu mana ya dabara kusoto bakade. Anamakoto mana kiada katonde ke bakala bakatara mana kahiele. Nane nana makata yale la bakusa pale katona makosoto kapale dedede. If Jesus was physically in the room today, what would your reaction be? The kind of intensity and desperation I'm looking for is the kind that the woman with the issue of blood had. That she pressed through the cloud. She, she pressed through the crowd. Are you as desperate as blind Bartimaeus? When they told him to shut up, he cried aloud the more. It seems we're cute in this place. 
it seems we're familiar with the presence of God in this place would you lift up your voice would you lift up your voice now I need volume now I need intensity now I need volume now I need intensity I don't need you to pray in your mind I don't care what you're going through I don't care how your week has been I want you to reach from the pit of your belly and I want you to scream out loud I want you to pull on the almighty God Father I may be the preacher but I have come to meet with you you know where I am and you know where I need to meet with you spirit of the living God would you do what only you can do spirit of the living God would you do what only you can do I've come for you I've come for you I came because they said that you can heal they said that you can deliver they said that you are the God with the outstretched arm they call you the Oloa Bogoro so God I am here because I have heard all these things about you but today I want to experience you today I want to experience you Job said I have heard of you with the earring of the ear but now my eyes have seen you we want to have the same experience we have heard of you with the earring of the ear but now we want our eyes to see you I want my eyes to see you I want to lay hold of the very one that laid a hold of me do not leave here God without touching me do not leave here God without seeing to me I don't care about anyone else I am here for you it may as well just be me and you it may as well just be me and you but God I'm going to use this corporate atmosphere I'm not going to waste the gathering of the brethren I'm going to use this corporate atmosphere of everyone pulling in together because it is easier he said one shall take chase a thousand but two ten thousand so when we gather together corporately the reason you find it easier to pray the reason you find it easier to transact is because two and three and four instead of one instead of just your efforts there are two three and four pulling on the same God so do not waste the gathering of the brethren do not waste the atmosphere that we all came together to create Pull on God, pull on God. God, this is where I need you. God, this is where I am. God, this is where I need you. God, this is where I am. I have no other God to turn to. I have no other one to turn to. Who else do I have? Buddha will not do. Muhammad will not do. Hare Krishna will not do. The New Age movement will not do. I can't burn sage. Sage does me nothing. I've come to the one and true living God because I have heard of you with the hearing of the ear. But now I want my eyes to see you. I will not waste this corporate gathering. This is where I am. This is where I am and you know where I need to be. So God, would you give me a word today that would translate me from where I am to where I need to be. That would translate me from where I am to where I need to be. I came. I came for you. I'm tired. I'm desperate. I'm broke. I'm sick. I'm this, I'm that, whatever it is. 
you've come to the right place you've come to the right place Lord I need you my children are going crazy my marriage is on the brink I don't know when I'm gonna get my next meal you you've come to the right place you've come to the right place would you hear the cry of your people the one with the outstretched arm the one with the outstretched arm the one with the outstretched arm would you hear the cry of us your people the one with the outstretched arm the one with the outstretched arm
God, that when we call, you answer. afternoon kingdom culture and everyone who's joining us for the first time if you're not part of kingdom culture welcome welcome to another sunday service here with us and i have the privilege of bringing the word of god today it's not something i take for granted it's not something i take lightly so thank god for grace and enablement and the anointing amen and also thank the stewards of this house, the overseers of this house, Reverend Israel and Dr. Ajoke, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Your sacrifices do not go in vain and we recognize and acknowledge you and we love you and miss you, miss you dearly. All right, okay, so the message for today is the song of Zion in Babylon or Zion's song in Babylon. <coughs> Zion's song in Babylon. Let's open our Bibles to Psalms 137. Is anyone else using the Bible app? My Bible app is down. Is it just me? Okay, it's just me then. The U version one, I mean. Yeah, I've tried that. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Yeah, uh, there's online, don't worry. There are plenty more Bible apps. <laughs> right, I'm going to read, let me read King James. By the rivers of Babylon, from verse 1. There we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. Pardon me, guys, I'm doing two jobs at the same time. speakers a bit loud by the who, who sang the song by the rivers of babylon was it it was it, it was a, it's an it's a reggae song isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's what the, i know well yeah i thought so because all week when i was reading the scripture i was like i know this is a song it's a reggae song isn't it right well from the, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. Verse 3. For there they that carried us away required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us a mirth. Saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. Verse 4. How shall we sing the Lord's song in the strange land? 
Verse 5, I'm going to read all, all of it just for the sake of it. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. Or if I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy. Verse 7, remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, raise he, raise he, even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon. Who art thou to be destroyed? Happy shall he be that rewarded thee as thou hast served us. Happy shall he be that taketh and dashes your little ones against the stone. What a curse. And if you look throughout scripture, Babylon is this, is depicted as this awful, evil place. In fact, let's read, let's read the way we see some of the description of the Babylon in the book of Revelation. So we're going to come back to Psalm. I just want to paint a picture. Remember, the, the title today is Zion's Song in Babylon. And Psalm 137, we can find that in so many other scriptures in the Bible as well. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, the prophets, and Daniel. All that was around the time of the Israelites' captivity and exile in Babylon. So all that was happening at the same time. So let's read Revelation 14 to get a description of what Babylon actually is. I'm going to read New King James and Revelation 14 verse 8. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is, the Bab is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. So do you see the description of what Babylon is here? Yeah. It's known as Babylon the Great because Babylon, in, when Babylon was a physical empire, was a great empire. It was one of the greatest empires. Just think back to Nebuchadnezzar. That was the Babylonian empire. That was the Babylonian system. It was a great system. It was a great economic power. It was a great military power. So Babylon the Great has fallen, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. Keep that in mind. Let's look at Revelation 18. Like no one really has anything nice to say about Babylon. 18 verse 2. Let's start from verse 1. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen. So even heaven recognized how great this system was, how great this empire was, that it kept referring to as Babylon the great. But hmm, the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons. A prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth has committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. I'm going to read that again because I want that to sink in. 
Because when we go through what we're going through today, I, you understand why I want that to sink in. Verse 2, he cried mightily with a loud voice, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every clean, of every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drank of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth has committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Babylon the Great. In the words of Papa Chris Delvan, Babylon has fallen. Babylon has fallen. So, what is Babylon? We understand historically Babylon was this great empire. And we understand, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, when you read that story, we get to see a, a, pic a depiction of what Babylon is. But then we also understand that Babylon represents the world system. So how many of you here are called to the marketplace? We're 20, 20 first century Christians. We're all called to the marketplace. No, 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 show of hands, show of hands. You're called, you're, we're in the marketplace. So if you have a day-to-day -day job, you're, if you have a career, you're in the marketplace. So we're all called to the marketplace. We're all called to the systems of the world. But hear the description of what the systems of the world is. The system that God is sending you into or that you believe you're called into have you researched that system? Have you researched the governing spirit? Have you researched exactly what you are walking into? Because Revelation 18 gives us a clear depiction of what it is we're walking into. The kings of the earth have uh, committed fornication with her. So your rulers, your politicians, everyone is compromised. The merchants, economics, the way you make money, business. The merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. So now let's go back to Psalm 137. So I'm hoping it's not making sense, the title, when I say Zion's song in Babylon. It said, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat. We wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away required of us a song, and they wasted us, and they that wasted us required of us the mirth. Okay, King James, relax. I thought I was reading New King James. Thank you, sir. Okay, New King James. For there they that carried us away required of us a song, and they that wasted us that did not make a difference. It's still it's still using that same word. I was trying to think of a different word. HSBC. That's fine. Let's stick to New King James. <laughs> You're making your own new Bible. But then verse 4 says, How shall we sing the, the Lord's song in a strange land? Israel, I propose to you, where else are you meant to sing the song, the Lord's song, except if not for a strange land? Now, I understand the historical context and that they were being tormented. I understand they were taken away as slaves. They were being mocked. So the people that took them away in exile were saying, sing us so one of your songs in the temple. One of those songs that, you know, we, we heard so much about. Sing us a song. Provide us entertainment whilst we keep you in captivity. Provide us entertainment 
whilst we keep you in captivity. I hope that is hitting. This is why everyone, we all call to the marketplace, right? Hmm, cool. Provide us entertainment while we keep you in, in captivity. But make it a song of Zion. Okay. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. I understand the songs were sacred to the children of Israel. That when David installed a new order of worship, when we no longer had to approach God with bulls and rams and sacrifices, it was their songs that were the sacrifices and their act of worship. Instead of sacrificing bulls and rams, David said, may the lifting of my hands be as unto you the evening sacrifice. I now enter his cords with praise and his gates with thanksgiving. No longer do I need to drag goats. So Israel, I understand I understand the songs were sacred and they were memorial and they, they, they marked your relationship with God and they marked the altars with God. But where else are you to sing the song of the Lord, 21st century Christian, but in Babylon, but in a strange land? Now let's break it down one by one. From verse 1, from verse 1 to 3. It says, we have reserved the song of the Lord only to Zion. And we have hung up our harps like the Israelites. It says, it was there where we hung up our harps. And we're going to see, uh, we're going to compare this scripture to Ezekiel because Ezekiel was also the river of Babylon. Ezekiel was at the same location. But Ezekiel saw angels and he saw visions of God where other people wept and laid down the instruments of worship. One man was singing visions of God. It was there we hung our harps, our instruments of worship. Now the song can represent so many different things. It doesn't have to be literal songs if we bring it to our day today as Christians. Where else are you meant to do the Lord's work except in a foreign land, except in Babylon, except in the world system? See, we, we've limited God's ability and power to the four corners of the church. God can only, only heal. I, we can only see miracles when it's a crusade, when it's, when it's a service. We can only see the dead being raised when it's a service. But God wants us to take that out when we go evangelizing. That is where we meant to demand and place a demand of God and say, this is the marketing tool for the kingdom. You told us that these signs will follow those who believe. But we've restricted all of that into the four corners of our gathering and our churches. But Zion is meant to break out into Babylon and influence Babylon with these things. So where else are we meant to sing the song of the Lord except for Babylon? Like I said, for a long time, we've been hearing break out from the four corners of the church. That we want to have influence in the world system. We want to go to the marketplace. And it's true. But what we're seeing is a lot of Christians then compromising when they do get to that place, when they do get to the marketplace, when they do get to the world system. They start to provide entertainment while they're in captivity. For me, the consequences of refusing to sing the Lord's song in Babylon is compromise. Verse 5 says, I don't want to forget Jerusalem and the house of the Lord. 
But for me, surely a way that you don't forget is that, like um, God said to Joshua, this book of the law will not depart from your mouth. Surely the way you don't forget the song of Zion is for you to keep singing the song of Zion. It's for you to keep repeating the words of Zion, for you to stay put in and be rooted in the songs of Zion. Again, the song here is just a metaphor because I've lifted it straight from the scripture. But that could basically be anything in your life. The consequences of refusing to sing the song of Zion is compromise. I don't want to forget Jerusalem, they said. Hmm. We cannot go into the world system looking like the world system. That's the, that's the thing. And we all know this, but I think for me, <clears throat> something I'm finding is a lot of Christians that go into the marketplace feel like they don't need the same consecration as their pastor, who is the one preaching every Sunday or doing the crusade or doing all of that. You need more. We've just seen a description of what Babylon is. I propose to you, you might need to match your pastor's consecration or even more. Because if you're going to the place where all the foul spirits are trapped, if you're going to the seat of demons itself, I propose to you that your consecration might just need to step up a little bit. But I think it's because we're thinking of our jobs as oh, just what I do to make money in it. Nine to five, I'm just there. I'm not really in the in the neck of in the neck of, of it. I'm not really in, you know, I'm not a politician. I'm just doing this cleaning job nine to five. I'm just doing this admin job nine to five. You are in the world system. And Babylon is a ruling world, world system. You might not see it might not be the physical empire, but we talk about the, the Egyptian world system, the Babylonian world system, Sodom and Gomorrah is a world system. All of these world systems, every day we interact with them. And we don't know that day by day, if we do not stay in Zion and rooted and let the song of Zion come to our mouth, you, you won't know when you've stepped away and you've compromised. And it's the little things. It's not the, like um, when the enemy was tempting Jesus. I'm not asking you to prostrate. No, 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 just nod. Just, just, just nod. I'm not asking you to cheat. No, no, just lie. And I'm not asking you, yeah, look away. Don't say anything. It's none of your business. It's just a nod. And with every nod, you drift further and further away. God help us indeed. So my cry to everyone, especially if you are, your primary place of assignment is like we're saying, to the world system, to the marketplaces, to business, to entertainment, to education, to family. What am I saying? To every, anything you want to do in this life, you will interact with this system called Babylon. Are we prepared to handle the system called Babylon? Do you know what to do when you're faced with compromise, child of God? Is your faith strong enough to know what to do when they're asking you to not bow but to nod? So let's, let's do a contrast. Let's look at Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 1. So we're going to contrast Ezekiel chapter 1 to Psalm 137. And scholars have believed that this is basically the same event that people are talking about. The same event from Psalm 137 is the same with Ezekiel 1. And we can see parallels for that, actually. 
when we remember Zion. Right, New King James, are you going to do me good? All right, in the 13th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day, very specific, Ezekiel, while I was among the exiles by the Kabar River, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. On the fifth of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Yehoshakim, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, by the Kabar River in the land of the Babylonians. There the hand of the Lord was on him. And Ezekiel goes on to, goes on to give us one of the most detailed um, detailed descriptions of the chariot throne of God by the rivers of Babylon amongst the exiles. So, one verse one says, I, I was among the exile by the river of Kabar, the heavens opened and I saw the vision of the Lord. So, Ezekiel was also in exile. Ezekiel was in the world, right? So let's bring it to our day. So we're in the world, right? I was amongst the captives. I was in Babylon. I was in the world system. Yet I managed to see visions of God. So my question is, what about the other Israelites that were weeping by the rivers of Babylon? How come it was only Ezekiel that was able to see. Now, we may not know. Maybe other people wrote about their experiences and that just didn't make it to the Bible. But let's assume, going off the face value of what we've got. He said, I was amongst the exile. Ezekiel was so detailed. It was the 13th year. It was the fourth month on the fifth day. I was among the exiles by the river Kabar. While other people were singing Kubaya, oh, Feeling sorry from them, for themselves, the heavens open, and I saw visions of the Lord. It is very possible to be in the world system, to be called that your assignment is to the world system. Your assignment is to Babylon, but you can still see visions of God. You can still have intimacy with God. You can still have a relationship with God. Just because you are in Babylon does not mean you act like you are in Babylon. You know when they say when in Rome? No. In this case, no. Not when in Rome. Ezekiel was still able to see visions of God whilst others wept when they remembered Zion. Did you just see a group of people were weeping because they were remembering Zion, remembering the things God used to do, remembering back home. Another person, whilst in the same situation, in the same captivity, was still able to tap. Because the God of Israel then is still the God of Israel now. Was still able to tap into that and say, I saw visions of God. Visions. It wasn't a one-time experience. And we know when we follow the story of Ezekiel. I saw visions of God. Why didn't we get a rundown of Ezekiel pre-exile. I would have been, I would, I would want to know, pre-exile, was Ezekiel also seeing visions of God? For me, these are the kind of questions I'm asking because I want to contrast, like, 
priest, it was a priest because we see there it was a priest. Were you also having this kind of encounter with God whilst you were in freedom? Or was there something about you being sent into the world system that triggered the thing that God has put in you? Could it be the reason you're not seeing the things that God put in you because you're not in your place of assignment? Could it be captivity and being in that is what triggered the encounters? We're all crying out for encounter. God, I want to see you. Jesus, just walk into my room. But I would want to ask Prophet Ezekiel, before he even became prophet, oh my God, 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 God. Ezekiel was a priest. He went to Babylon and became a prophet. Ezekiel, thank you, Holy Spirit. Ezekiel was a priest back when he was in Israel, when Judah and Israel were still not in captivity. But when he came to Babylon, my guy became a prophet. Could the reason be that God is saying, I have enough people in the church, but I need people who are not compromised to go into the world system. That is where your anointing is made for. And as you grow deeper in God, you recognize the things that is put inside of you, the terrain and the territory it's made for. For a lot of us, maybe the reason we're not seeing the manifestation of the things God has put inside of us because this is not the terrain that was made for. You want to see revival in the land and God is saying, but the anointing I'm giving you for this season is for revival in your family. Use that same energy and pray for your family. Ezekiel was a priest, but when he came to Babylon, we see Ezekiel the prophet. Verse 3. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest. Remember, he's calling himself the priest. He's not calling himself a prophet here. But when you read, go on reading, I think it was this chapter as well. You see Ezekiel, the word of the Lord, coming to him and him being referred to as a prophet. Ezekiel did not stop being a priest because he was in Babylon. Many of us go into the world systems and leave our priesthood on the altar at church. I'm only going to work. I'm only doing this night shift. I'm only doing that. I don't, I don't, like I said before, my consecration doesn't need to be all that deep for this. But Ezekiel did not need, did not leave his priesthood at the altar of the church. And it was there that the Lord's hand was upon him. If we contrast that to Psalm 137 verse 2. So the children of Israel said, we hung up our harps. And it was there that the, our tormentors requested of us a song. But then Ezekiel 1.3 says, by the rivers, by the Kabar River, there the hand of the Lord was upon him. So in the same spot, one hung up their harps. They hung up their instruments of worship because they said, no, we cannot give you the Lord's song in a strange land. The same spot where they hung up their instruments of worship, 
that same spot was where the hand of the Lord was upon um, Ezekiel. I'm trying to imagine this in my head. Imagine for one, the children of Israel put away their sorrows. Just imagine. And they took up their harps and they started to praise God in Babylon. Imagine they were singing the songs that they were singing before to enter the throne room of God rather than in Israel, to enter the Holy of Holies. Imagine they started that in Babylon and started changing the atmosphere. I propose to you, it might not have just been Ezekiel that saw visions of the Lord. If they had picked up their harp, because it was the same place that they hung up their harp, was the same place that the hand of the Lord was upon Ezekiel. So in that same place, in that same job, in that same family, where you have given up and hung up your instruments of worship and hung up your harp, it is in that same place the hand of the Lord was upon Ezekiel. The only difference was Ezekiel was available. Ezekiel was still a priest. And he saw visions of God. Ezekiel didn't give up. He didn't hang up his harp while the rest of them did. But where they hung it, imagine you're, you're praying for revival, you're praying for reformation, you're praying for a change. And then at the spot where you decide to give up or this is not working, it was it's that very same spot that the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel. I'm just imagining it. Imagine all of them just started bursting out in songs and praising and singing unto the Lord. And the heavens would have opened and they would all have seen visions of God. But only one person was able to see visions of God in Babylon. I propose to you, it is that same place. It is that same job. It is that same family. This place of assignment where God has sent you. There is where you will see the hand of the Lord. There in Babylon. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. We, we understand that as Christians. That he sends us into the world, but we are not to be of the world. And let's look at John 17, where the scripture says that. So everything I'm, I'm talking about and trying to tell us today is the fact that wherever it is that God has sent us to, and we're primarily looking at the Babylonian world system. We're looking at the marketplace. We're looking at the trading place. We're looking at economics. We're looking at all these day -to things that pertain to day-to-day -day life. Because like I said, no matter who you are, you will interact with that world system called Babylon. No matter what you do. Even if you're a pastor. Even if you're an apostle. Even if your primary place of assignment might be the church. Quote-unquote, you will still interact with Babylon. So, John 17. From verse 14. I love this scripture so much because I feel like this gives us a strategy on how to go into the world system without being corrupted or without being compromised. And, yeah, I feel like Jesus gave us a perfect, perfect answer here. John 17 from verse 14 reads, I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. 15, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, 
but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. 17. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Verse 18. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. 19. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by truth. That verse is so packed. That verse is so, so, so packed. So let's, let's unpack it. So the first thing I picked up there was because of the message you are going into the world with is the word of God, the world will hate you. So number one is to prepare us to what you expect when you step into the Babylonian system, when you step into that world system, that marketplace system is that the world will hate you. Just, just prepare yourself. The world will hate you. And the reason they will hate you is because you are going in there with the word of God. Verse 14 says it. I have given them your, world, your word. And, and we see that semicolon. So the way I read this is, I have given them your word. And because I have given them your word, the world will hate them because they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. So that's how I read it. To prepare myself to say, because I have the word of the Lord and I'm going into this system, the world will hate me. And the reason is because my message is different. The world will hate me. Because they hated Jesus, they will hate me. I'm not expecting anything less. I'm not expecting they will hate. And the reason they will hate you is because you are not of the world. You do not look like them. You do not talk like them. You do not do the things you do. You have not been corrupted by their way. Now, remember in um, Revelation 18 where it says, the kings of the earth has committed fornication with her. Imagine now you're going into a world system with your holiness and your purity and your righteousness at a people who have, commun who have committed fornication with Babylon, they look at you when you are a representation of what they can never be anymore. Of course, they're gonna hate you. You come there waving your holiness flag and don't, you know, turn or burn or, you know, you shouldn't have sex before marriage and purity and keep yourself in the, the, the usefulness of your virginity, not just your physical virginity, but your, the purity of your heart. You're putting a mirror in their face and you're showing them that way, but. The kings of the earth has committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have gone rich through, the luck, through her luxuries. It's, it becomes, they're not really, for me, the way I, try, I think about it, are they really hating me or hating what I represent? The fact that if you look at someone that seems so perfect or so, so righteous or so holy, but then you think of the things you've done and how you're not righteous and you're not holy and how you've and the, the people you've climbed upon to get to the top. And here comes this Christian saying, I'm not going to take a bribe. I'm not going to step on anyone to get on the ladder. And you say, how dare you? Do you know how this system works? You have to do this evil stuff to get to the top. Where else are you? And you come into that system waving your Jesus flag and you do not have an altar. You come into the political system saying, yeah, I'm going to be the governor. I'm going to be the counselor. And you go in there saying, I'm not going to take bribes. I'm going to make a change. And you get there and they tell you that's not the way the system works. 
that you have to compromise. That this is how it works. You have to do this. That's how it's always been. And you're saying, but no, it doesn't have to be. They will hate you. Because you're saying, I don't have to sacrifice my mother on the, altar, on the demonic altar for me to rise. You're saying, I will get to the top because I have a different altar. And Jesus does not require the sacrifice of the blood of my mother. The person that got to the top that sacrificed the blood of their mother, do you think they're going to let you just rise and just be there of the things they've committed? The rap artists and the ra rappers who are committing homophobic acts with each other or what they're doing to children. And you come into the music space and gospel space and saying, no, we can infiltrate this system with the gospel of Jesus and we do not have to do that. They're going to look at you and say, oh boy, you've been here two minutes. Let us tell you how this system works. You want to go into film and fashion and media and they're telling you this is how it works. They're telling you the things we have had to do. They're telling you that the oats we've had to take, the blood we've had to drink, and you're coming here with your Jesus flag saying you can infiltrate this system purely with the word of the Lord. <laughs> they will hate you. And that is why it is so important that your altar is unmovable and your altar is fixed because they will, oh, they will rise up against you. And Daniel, many a day that rise up against me, David said. Many a day that rise up against me. But thou, O oh Lord, are a shield for me. You are my glory. And you lift my head. Because that alone is enough for you to compromise. Because it just seems like they're surrounding you choking you and because the Lord gave you his word to go into the world they will hate you but the same word that Jesus gave you to go into the world system with that they hated you because of is the same word that will sanctify and keep you in that world system. Let's read that scripture again and break it down. So it says from verse 14, I have given them your word, therefore the world will hate them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Hmm, I love 15, oh Jesus. I do not pray that you take them out of the world. Why did Jesus have to say that? Could it be that he was reading one of the thoughts of his disciples, maybe Peter, and thinking, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I get to heaven, yeah, I need to see St. Peter and say, Peter, I thank you for being you. Peter, you're a G. Because if there was no St. Peter, I feel like a lot of us cannot relate with any of the other apostles. Because Peter was, let me act first and then think about my actions later. <laughs> I mean, I cut off the ear of, the, I, 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 can, just, I can just imagine Peter at uh, Jesus at Gethsemane like, oh, Peter, 
Peter, Peter, Peter, Peter, Peter, Peter, calm down, be relaxing. You can't just cut off people's ears out. Be relaxing. Haven't I told you guys about this? They're going to take me, relax, and he just casually picked up the ear. I can imagine Peter getting scolded by Jesus while Jesus is just putting the ear back like it was just another Tuesday. Like, Peter, I've told you about this. Stop, put the sword away. What are you doing? So when I get to them, like, Peter, thank you. There are people you thank David as well. King David, you know what? You're a real G. I don't know about that but Sheba thing, but <laughs> you did that. And thank you for being so real with God because you showed us that we could be as real with God. So there's some characters in the Bible that I'm like, you know what? If Abraham can get in, I'm good. If David, <laughs> if, if King David can get in, like, thank you for taking one for the team. So I can imagine this, when Jesus, this is a prayer, actually. So if we start from the top of that verse, we see that Jesus here is praying. He prays for himself, and then he prays for his disciples. And this is the prayer he's praying for his disciples. And 15, I'm, I'm asking myself, he says, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. But I'm not saying you should take them out of the world. That's because at that time, Jesus was going to be going out of the world. But he's saying that they are still here. So I don't want you to take them out of the world because that is where I'm sending them to. And I'm sending them with your word. So don't take them out of the world. But that you will keep them from the evil one. If you're writing on strategies on how to survive in Babylon, that is a prayer for you. God keep me from the evil one and isn't that in the lord's prayer as well yeah. that god as i go to this job as i go to this place as i go and into the marketplace that you have sent me to keep me from the evil one because you said you're not going to take me out of the world but 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 there is a there is a there is a plan that if you're not going to take me out of the world, at least keep me from the evil one. 16, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Then we start to see, he says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So it's, in other words, sanctify them by your word. And what did I give them? Your word. From verse 14, he said, I have given them your word, your word, and the world will hate them. So the very reason why the world will hate you is because of the word. But then God is saying the very, that is the very thing that will sanctify you. The thing that will keep you is what a what. What a what. The thing that will keep you standing and sanctified is the very reason they're going to hate you. So you've got to choose one. Are you going to stay sanctified and stay in Zion while you are in Babylon and be sanctified by the word? Or are you going to and be hated because they're going to hate you? Or are you going to step out of your sanctification? And you realize you're stepping out of your sanctification when that word changes, when the compromise comes. Because you're no longer being sanctified by the word, by the truth. So you have to make a choice. Do I want to continue being hated, but knowing that I'm being sanctified by the word? Or do you compromise?
and for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they may also be sanctified by the truth. Say, Lord, sanctify me by your truth. Sanctify us by your truth, O oh God. Let's read one, one last scripture and then we're going to pray. Jeremiah 29. Again, this is another story of Israel in exile. There are many, many stories. Daniel, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. Some of the Chronicles as well, I believe. Um, yeah, Kings, Chronicles, all of that. They detail Israel in exile. So let's read Jeremiah 29. Now, we all know Jeremiah 29 for that famous scripture. I know the plans I have towards you, the plans. <laughs> I want to read the, con I love when I read Bible scriptures in context, all the popular Bible scriptures. This Bible scripture was in context of them being in exile. But we just read it. I know the plans I have towards you, the plans of good. It was when they were going through it, when they were in captivity. When Jesus, when God said to them, oh boy, you're going to be here for 70 years. So, and the context of this is they were having some false prophet telling them the exile was going to be over. And historically, I think at that time as well, the Babylonian system was going through a rough patch, some inner, you know, stuff. So a lot of false prophets were coming to them saying the exile is going to be over. The exile is going to be over. And then the word of the Lord said, <laughs> this is what I love. I love, I love, I love. Okay, from verse 4. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. I allowed it. In fact, I caused it. You're in captivity and you think it's the enemy, but God is like, I can't even let the devil take the rap for that one. Like, I can't even, I can't like. I caused your, and there was a good reason because Judah and Israel were doing a madness, idolatry again, all of their sins again. If you read the script, uh, previous verses, you will see where they were just doing a madness and God was like, I'm going to let, like, I could protect you from Nebuchadnezzar, but this might teach you a lesson. So away you go in captivity. And Israel seems to never learn a lot like us. We never, anyway. Um, so I, caused you to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters. That's what, three, two, three, three generations? So you give your, your sons and daughters so that they can bear children. So that's what, two yeah, three generations. So he's saying you're going to be in captivity for at least two to three generations <laughs> that they may increase and not be diminished verse seven and seek the peace of the city where i have caused you to be carried away captive there it is again and pray to the lord for it for in its peace you will have peace for thus said the lord of hosts the god of israel do not let your prophets and your diviners who are in your midst deceive you not listen to your to your dreams which caused you to be not listen to your dreams which cause you to be dreamed. Wow, King James. For they prophesy falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed of Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good towards you, my good word towards you, and cause you to return to this place. So they had, they had false prophets telling them the exile was going to be over. 
God is saying, um, news, build houses. Because a lot of them, you can tell by, it wasn't like their slavery in Egypt. This one, they had freedoms in exile in Babylon. They had some freedoms. So it wasn't like their captivity in Egypt. So he said, build houses. You're going to be here for long. The same way Jesus said, I'm not taking you out of the world system. You're going to be here for a while until I return. Get settled, but don't be part of the world because you're Zionist. But pray for the peace of the city I sent you to. You're going to be here for a while. I sent you as exiles. He is sending you to the world system. He is sending you. He is sending you. He is the one sending you. He did not just stumble there. It wasn't by accident. Pray for the prosperity of the land in which you dwell. Pray for where God has sent you. When I first, it, it, you would think it was so simple, right? A lot of us saying, God, you sent me to the marketplace. You sent me to media. You sent me to fashion. When Rev one day, I think was preaching or was it the press, he said, how many of you were prayed for the system in which God has sent you? And I stepped back and I said, you know what? I've actually never, I've never prayed about the fashion industry. I've never prayed about media and entertainment. For all of you might be in education, I've never prayed about, we complain about it, but we don't pray about it. I've never said, God, the things that people are producing, Father Balenciaga, Balenciaga. I've never brought Balenciaga before the Lord and say, God, can we put a stop to this nonsense? I've never, I never did. And I was like, wait, shouldn't that be the starting place? If God is saying, this is the system I'm sending you to, shouldn't your first place be an intercessor for the place God is sending you to? At least to prepare the way because we've seen the description of what the place is. At least to clear some air before you get there, before you manifest in that place. Shouldn't the first thing we do, God, I'm called to the marketplace. Pray about the marketplace. But we, we want to just manifest in the marketplace. And I actually realized, I deeped it. I've never addressed this in prayer. And I'm like, so all I want to do is just blow in this system, make my money get out. But in exile, in Babylon, he says, pray for the prosperity. Seek the peace of the city which I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. If the system prospers, you will prosper. And I know we say, um, what's that saying? What's that saying that we say? What's that scripture? I'm trying to remember it. Oh, when there be a casting down, we shall say there will be a lifting up. I get it. I get it. That we, we are in Zion, so our economics is different. But if the chancellor says everyone in the front line, blue lie, is getting a pay rise, are you going to say, no, I'm in Zion, I don't want the pay <laughs> If the system prospers, you will also prosper. Facts. If the system doesn't prosper, it's likely that it would affect you, but because we've got exemption. But a lot of us still don't know how to tap into that exemption anyway. So you may as well pray for the peace of the land that God has sent you to. So let's stand up and pray.
God, give me the song of Zion in Babylon. And today I think we have action points from this message. If you've never prayed about the system or the place that God is sending you into, well, first of all, inquire. I'm, I'm speaking to a people because I assume that we are people that inquire of the Lord as to where he's calling us to. But if you haven't, start the inquiry and saying, Lord, where is it that you've put the thing in, you've put inside of me? Where is the location? Where is the location of that assignment? Where is the terrain for that assignment? And then start to pray regarding that. Start to pray regarding that place. Become an intercessor. Become an intercessor in Babylon. Lord, as I go into the world system, keep me from the evil one. That's another prayer point we've got from today. Keep me from the evil one. Another prayer is, God, sanctify me by your truth, which is your word. Sanctify me by your truth, which is your word. Give me the song of Zion in Babylon. Give me the strategies of Zion in Babylon. Give me the tactics of Zion in Babylon. I do not want to sing the song of another God. I do not want to compromise and profane your name. Labrendo jabako skapale. Le manu zabali akatu satale. Nane kalabaila kutunu makalabarako soto kopale. Menebredo jabanda kapali akatusko toko bondo ko baraduza na makushkate. Le prado jabale barabakusa pale keteke paranda zabako skoto. Le pondo koparanda kasute ke parando jababale katosa. Give me the song of Zion in Babylon. Give me the song of Zion in Babylon. Nema kosh katale. I do not want to sing the song of another God. Father, right now I even pray for every altar. Every altar that needs your fire. Every altar that needs rekindling. Every altar that is close to compromise. Father, let there be fresh fire upon every altar. Spirit of God, give us the wisdom that we do not compromise. Give us the strength that we do not compromise. Makato parokosh kapalia. Oh, give me the song of Zion in Babylon. I don't want to sing the song of another God. Keep me from the evil one. Sanctify me by your truth. Your word is truth. Keep me from the evil one. I do not want to be like the kings of the earth that has committed fornication with Babylon. I do not want to be like the merchants of the earth that are carried away by our luxuries. It is where the seat of demons are. It is where every foul spirit is. So God, will my altar burn like never before? I cannot go into Babylon without a burning altar. I, uh, I cannot go into Babylon without a burning altar. We cannot go into Babylon without a burning altar. You prayed and you said that he, God should not take us out of the world. So God, I pray let there be fire on every altar that is placed in the world system. Let there be burning, burning, raging fire on every altar that you have sent into the system of Babylon.
Let there be fire, raging fire, unquenchable fire on every altar that you are sending into that system, oh God. That we will bring back the spoils, but we will not be corrupted by the system. That we will plant the flag of Yahweh, but we will not be corrupted by the system. Father, every altar that is close to compromise, would you draw them back to yourself? Every altar that is close to compromise, would you pull them back to yourself? Every altar, pull them back to yourself. In the name of Jesus, where your people are thinking of compromising, God, I pray that you pull them back. Where they have not even known that they are close to compromise, would you pull them back? Holy fire burn upon our altars. Ayah. Holy fire burn upon our altars. Ayah katamalea. Even right now, oh God, let there be raging fire upon our altars. That we will not compromise in the face of Babylon. Burn upon my altar. Ayah. From within me. Spirit, you take over. Holy fire, burn upon my altar. Holy fire, burn upon my altar. From within me, Spirit, you take over. Holy fire burn upon my altar. Yeah, yeah, Kai. Holy fire. Come on, let's cry that together right now. Holy fire. I want you to place your hand on your belly. Hey, holy fire burn upon my. Come on and cry out to God and say, Holy fire. Holy fire, holy fire, he can't be back palia. Oh, inaka, epre kotuna makoshata. Oh, one more time, cry out and say, Holy fire, holy fire. Oh, God, upon every altar. Upon every altar that you're sending into Babylon, Minister Chrissy, could you um, grab a mic, please? 
Come on, can we just speak in the language of the Spirit? Can we speak in the language of the Spirit? I sense the Holy Spirit moving and He's not done. There is still much more of a manifestation that needs to take place right now. Right now, come on, can we begin to speak in the language of the Spirit? The Spirit of intercession. The spirit of intercession is about to fall. Ekanda kasika right now. Ekansika na kosika na bokosika. Ekan there has been new revelation, and because of the new revelation that has been poured out, the spirit of intercession is about to fall. Ekansika na kosika na kasika. I want you to hold your hands up and get ready to receive. There are new burdens being dropped into the spirit. Assignments that God is about to reawaken. One of the ways that the um, one of the ways that the enemy likes to, you know, infiltrate the people of God. One of the ways that the enemy likes to infiltrate the people of God is to get them to a place of discouragement, right? To a place where, as we've heard, that we've lost hope. And I'm going somewhere with this. The enemy knows that it's not him, by him coming to tell you that Jesus, you know, does not exist. That is, that's not the thing that will move you away from the presence of God anymore. But if, if he can get you to a place where you're discouraged where you're in captivity where you don't have a, the ability to dream or to hope again then that's the place he will keep you even in your Christianity and we've heard such a message this afternoon I believe that God is about to use us to deploy us to various atmospheres various places as we step out of this place, there's things that God is reminding you about. Um, a lot of things that were coming into my mind today as we were just praying was, it was children. God has spoken to some of us here about children, the educational system. God has spoken to us about the perversion that is running wife in the educational system. And God is sending some of us out there. And what I see is a fresh burden. Some of us, we have not had any desire for children or education, but I see a fresh burden coming upon us right now. For some of us, if that's you, I just want your hands to be raised today. And the reason why I asked Minister Chrissy to come on board, because she is the, the leader of prayer culture. 
and I believe that as we pray that she is going to begin to ignite those things that are within us. Some of us, God is calling us to the music industry. God is calling us to write songs. God is calling us into the art world. For you, we say, what does art have to do with anything? But God needs allies in every, every, every sphere. He needs disciples in every see I want you to hold your hands up and to receive to receive to receive the spirit of intercession the spirit of intercession is coming upon you concerning those certain areas it could be even food we have had various talks that there will be a drought there will be famine but do you know that God is raising people in the food industry that will come that are godly people that will come and bring novel ideas to change what we eat and how we eat. I want your hands to this air and I want you to begin to receive the burden of intercession. But this is where it begins. This is where it will start from. Your giftings doesn't have anything to do with it. But it's the burden of intercession that will begin to possess you right now. And say, God, I receive. I receive. There's encounters about to fall on you right now. There are scheduled encounters that God has been waiting for. He has been waiting for a moment like this. I want you to receive. For some of us, God is calling us into the entertainment world. God has anointed our legs for sports. God has anointed our hands for innovation. I want you to begin to receive the burden of intercession concerning that thing in the name of Jesus. And say, Father, this time it will not be about me, but I partner with you to receive that which you are doing and saying. Father, use this vessel to make a difference in my generation. Use this body to make a difference in my generation. It would not be said that Anna was alive. And children went hungry. I pray for myself now. It would not be said that there was famine in the land. And Bella was alive. Use me to make a difference. We receive the burden of intercession. We receive the burden of intercession. Oh, God is calling economists amongst us. Uh, people that know how to handle and deal with finances. God is calling government officials. I see it so clearly. There is about to be an appointment taking place. God is rerouting your desires. 
and he is giving you a fresh desire. I see someone off of the back of this interaction going to university again. I see someone off of the back of this interaction starting a business again. And every time God sends a word, the enemy will go and try to pervert. And that is why it may seem like in your life that some things are not working straight. Some things don't make sense. Where God has called you to, that very thing is not making sense in your life. But Satan, we rebuke you. We rebuke you and your works. Some people are called to family, but their family is in disarray. Their family makes no sense. I want you to cry out to God and say, Not on my watch. Deborah arose. Deborah arose. And we call for such to arise in this generation. Deborah, we call you out in this generation. Davis, we call you out in this generation. Joseph, arise. Joseph, arise. Joseph, arise. Where are the Daniels? For God has given you the spirit of intercession in the king's court. Arise, arise. Oh, from amongst us, your name will be made great, oh God. Yes, Lord. From amongst us, your name will be made great, oh God. From you amongst us, your name. Come on, we've got 60 seconds left. From amongst us, your name will be made great, oh God. And this will not take years and years and years. The minute you begin to engage, the minute you begin to engage, with that burden of intercession it will be like strength and you will run and not be wary in Jesus name Amen very very quickly I, I just saw my spirit oh can we just thank God really quickly thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus I just saw a test coming someone's way this week. It's almost like God has given us a cheat code. I just see a test coming. And I don't know who that is, but just be open, be alert to see you've prayed and God is about to come through. I just see a, a test coming. And it has a lot to do with finances. And God is waiting to see God is waiting to see what you're going to do, how you're going to move. Father, continue to kill our flesh. Help us never to betray you, oh God. In Jesus' name. Can we just stretch our hands to Minister Chrissy and let us just pray for her. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for Minister Chrissy. We thank you for the life that is Minister Chrissy. Father, we pray 
that every word that you have spoken through her will not betray her in the name of Jesus. That you will use her as your battle axe, as your arrowhead to pierce, to pierce the kingdom of darkness. Father, we thank you that that which she has been hoping for and longing for in your will will be made known to her in the name of Jesus that no good thing will she ever want as long as she remains in you and abides in you. Father, we pray that her consecration will be stronger, will be stronger than ever before. We pray that her intimacy with you will speak volumes. As she builds intimacy with you in the secret place, it shall speak volumes in the open. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. We exalt your name. Amen. Come on, let us just thank God. Let us thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What a service. What a service. What a service. Ooh. I feel like we can be here forever. But yeah. It's Sunday. Let's close for this year. Take it again. So, um, offerings. If you would like to give your tithe offering, please do so we have envelopes at the back and the details are in the description as well and how to give you know if I were you one of the things that I would do is you know we we never really force or pressure people to give but I think it would be a good time like today to give to give a seed concerning the word that has gone gone out to show God that we are just as much as invested so if you feel that leading of God please do so and God bless you as you do so amen amen okay so if we've done that let us share the grace and let us hold a brother or sister a neighbor's hand as we do so May the grace of our Lord God, Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Have a blessed week, guys.
Thank you.